0: This is a Lip Media Podcast.
1: Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covers, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. Hi. How are you? Happy 30,000 listens. Oh my God. We've done it. We're officially famous. Take that world
2: (laughs) I thought you were going to say happy one month engaged, but that was four days ago and Uh, not
1: something people celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) No, happy one month engaged. That's a huge milestone. Jesus, I can't believe it's been a month already.
2: I know. I know. I just said to Brenton, like, it would be funny if, if the rules relax a little bit. I was like, oh, should we sort of arrange for like your family and my family get together and have like a little engagement party? And then I said to him, I'm kind of over it. Are you over it? And he was like, yeah, I don't really care anymore. And I was like... That's sad. It's kind of popped. Like, I don't expect other people to care because I don't really care anymore.
1: I found that, and not that this is something, like, uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I got over my engagement purely because of the fact that I was. I got sick of telling the story. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: I haven't told that for a while. I just feel like it's just a thing now.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is, it's like, it, it's the new normal and everyone anticipated it was going to happen anyway. So now it has happened and it's like, yay.
2: Yeah. It's a thing. Brenton Equilibrium.
1: Said, so last month's news. I was like, oh, so true. <laughs> you wait? Uh, um, well, for everybody who doesn't know, I got kicked out of the beach house. Mm-hmm. So now I'm back in Plebtown, um, AKA Croydon, <laughs> <laughs> which has been fine. I completely, cleared out my whole entire life you know how uh, I have I've had boxes in my cupboard uh since we moved in three and a half years ago from our apartment and over over time things have just accumulated around them in the top of the wardrobes as well and I absolutely cracked it because we have this we had this shelf of junk in the study and it was just an eyesore and the only thing useful that it was housing was books and a printer and i was like well no throw out all the other shit and we'll put the books in a box and when we get a nice bookshelf one day at a nice house we'll bring all the books out but we're not reading them like it's and half of them were our university textbooks i was like when's the last time you looked at bloody biomedicine adrian yeah never a silly mistake everyone knows
2: that by second year you stop
1: buying those Oh my goodness, I know. So anyway, I feel much more cleansed about my life and we've started getting builders in to look at our house about renovating our bathroom. So I'm starting to feel a bit up now that I have another project to to complete.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> How I,
2: are you? I'm the same. I have gone absolutely manic this week. I have spent, and I, I don't feel guilty saying this because I never spend, but I think I've spent thousands of dollars this week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I've bought cushions, I've bought an ottoman, I've bought... Bath- Did you buy an ottoman? Yep, I've bought bath towels, I've got bought bath mats, I've bought welcome mats, I've bought candles, I've bought skincare, I've bought ceramics, I've bought... <laughs> um, can't confirm, but like... Oh, you, yeah. bought, uh, you
1: bought something from the Sephora sale? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, I did. And then yesterday I sugar-soaked all of my walls, which gave me 10,000 steps because I was scrubbing so vigorously. I asked if it could be oh, a brand new home soon. can't wait.
1: I love that. I think I've really noticed in the last couple of years of my life that I function so much better in an aesthetically pleasing environment. Mm-hmm. I think when things don't feel right, you know, like the feng shui of my rooms are off yeah. and things are messy and dank. I just, all I can do is focus on the grossness and I can't get out of that rut. And yeah, cleaning my house has helped. <laughs> yeah. And you chopped your hair off. Oh yeah, I did chop
2: all my hair off today. I chopped off about three or four inches, I think. Um, so good. So that- It's old Lisa. Yeah, it's old Lisa. I, I do this thing where I forget to get a haircut and my hair grows really long And then I chop it all off because I'm like, oh, I'll forget to come back to the hairdresser. So I'll just cut it too short to the point that I don't quite like it because it'll just grow. Mm. I look a little little bit like Lord Farquhar, but. um, (laughs) You
1: do not at all. When it's good
2: and it's Lord Farquhar, when it's bad.
1: Your hair's not. (laughs) I was going to say something. I was going to say your hair's not thick enough nor dark enough to be Lord (laughs) (laughs) Farquhar.
2: Well, speaking of, I've had a little bit of a crisis this week because. As I've mentioned 645 times, my journey on the marina was not the best for my body. And I Mm -hmm. lost a lot of hair. And I had this week where I had an absolute crisis where I've realized that I lost all the hair because it was just coming out of my head in clumps and like getting stuck in the webbing of my fingers when I would Mm. brush it. And I had a bit of a meltdown and then I sort of forgot about it and moved on. And then that was reconfirmed at the hairdresser today when she was like, wow, your scalp's really dry and you've got all of this fuzzy at the front and you're missing patches of hair. And I was like, ah, cool. And I've also had all these blind pimples that just won't go away and I'm having a
1: a hormonal breakdown.
2: Mm. So we're
1: going to work on that. This might be in part why you spent so much money this week also, a bit of, bit of retail therapy. Yeah,
2: because I just feel like I look disgusting. I'm also literally whiter than the day I was born I'm not exaggerating
1: (laughs) I noticed that in not you but on myself uh two days ago I realized that I hadn't faked tanned and then I, I, everyone's saying this but the weeks are passing by really quickly but the days are passing by really slowly and I realized that the last time that I'd faked hand I think was over two weeks ago and I was like well fuck no wonder I'm pale it's all just worn off naturally with my skin cells flying away which Ooh. never happens to me yeah I
2: haven't mm. faked hand since like I don't know February March uh so I'm literally as fresh I'm I'm definitely whiter than the day I was born. Like I used to be olive and now I'm just actually the colour of a piece of paper.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, it's a bit depressing it being this wintry. So early on before it's even winter, not about it.
2: All right, let's move into the episode, shall we, before we just sound depressed. Talk to ever. Talk to ever.
1: Oh, I did want to say thank you to everybody also who listened to our gut episode, our FODMAP um, what was it? I don't know, trust our guts, yep, who listened to that mini app that wasn't a mini app in the middle of the week. We got well I got and Lisa got we all got some really lovely messages from people who have struggled with their own gut issues and appreciated us a bringing light to the situation or, like that people don't often feel very comfortable talking about and B giving suggestions, which was really lovely because I'm more than comfortable to talk about my poo, and so is Lisa so. Yeah, I had a, I had some deep, deep chats with one
2: listener, you know who you are, and we got really deep about the Anus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I had a minor freak out when someone messaged me and was like, I really appreciate you talking about this because I think that it's really brave because not a lot of people feel comfortable doing so. And then I got this momentary, like,
2: Oh, God. Like feeling of shame where I was like, oh,
1: this person's listened to me talk about my poo. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, wait, they're not the only one. So then I got over it pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, let's move into news on that note. Uh, that's
0: the tea on that.
1: <laughs> yes, let's. Now, mm,
2: relatively slow new news week, but mm. some new launches that are mm-hmm. So. Um, Summer Friday's lip balm launched at Mecca. We have
1: talked about it, but I'm so excited that it's at Mecca, but I'm also so pissed off that I didn't order last week.
2: Yeah. And then we also uh, saw that Volition Beauty have launched at Mecca. Now, Volition Beauty is the brand that Lauren talked to us a couple of months ago about, right? It It is the brand that Loz talked about and it's almost like crowdsourced beauty where if you have an idea for a product you submit it and then people vote on it and then those products are brought to life
1: yeah which is awesome it's kind of like kickstarter or like GoFundMe for beauty products which I'm all about yeah I just realized that volition
2: like that makes sense is that what it means yeah it says the power of using one's will oh you know, like, I have like have that your own volition so yeah that yes. makes sense. Uh, So that has come to Mecca, which is fun. I think they've only got a sort of handful of products. Mm -hmm. Uh, What else is news? a Sephora VIB sale, which is great. How many days does that run for?
1: It ended on Thursday. Oh. It was two days, I think. We got some stuff. Did you? Everyone? Uh, You did. You got the cheek, what's it called? Salty Siren from Nude Sticks. Mm -hmm. I I got got the- Everyone else. I saw it on everyone's stories. Ah, really? I didn't pick it up in the end because I chickened out. I'm, I had this huge order of like $300 sitting in my cart and then I rationalized everything and then went, no, the only thing that I need, which I don't actually need, was the Bite Change Maker Foundation because oh, I gosh. wanted us to try it as a product of the week. Yep. Kate Somerville Delicate range? Yeah. Fun. Is that at Mecca too or is that just new?
2: No, it's Not at actually. Mecca and it's in the coloring style of goat milk and I don't know if it's yeah. placing goat milk or – That's just going to be their calming colour range, but it is their boring, like gentle, calming situation. I've seen Hannah E and Bianca from Heart of Dust, I think, "Mm, did she, did I make that up, received it in PR. So go to them and see if they've posted it on their stories. We we haven't tried it yet, haven't ordered it, but Mm -hmm. I'm excited by it because I love goat milk for reference. This is why I'm more excited about this than I was when Dr. Dennis launched his Gentle Range because I've tried similar products from Kate Somerville and they've been holy grails.
1: So yeah,
2: we'll see.
1: Fingers crossed that they are just as good.
2: Yeah. I'm staring at the delicate range and then I swiped across and the goat milk range was next to it and they are different colours. I'm so sorry. It is like a pinky purple and the goat milk is like a bluey lavender. So yes, they're apparently not gonna be the same range because uh, they're different colours. So that's good.
1: Surely they're that's a bit sad. not being discontinued though. Recap on Wayne Goss release. So as what tends to happen with us when we record news, mm-hmm. the um we get the teaser on the episode and then the announcement happens by the time it goes live and we never get to record anything about it, and then we're behind on the news. So this has happened again, and we're behind on the fact that Wayne Goss did in fact release. Uh, line of lip products, which he's called his luxury lip line, I believe. They're a bit
2: L'Oreal. Absolutely, I hate the packaging and the pencils. Truly, look like the Mecca Max pencils, which is not a bad thing because the Mecca Max pencils are awesome. But they're also twelve dollars.
1: Yeah, it also they have very. It very much throws back to like old school body shop vibes too. I'm like, oh yeah, it's the like metallic plain lid that I was
2: just like, mm. oh no. No, no. Yeah,
1: and considering the teaser image of the lipstick, like I really expected it to be something quite luxe and glam with like a matte finish or I don't even know. But, yeah, the packaging just was a real letdown. It looks really cheap, like Very something that long Gerard Cosmetics would have done. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just not – I mean – I'm not there The lipstick – yeah, and also the lipstick colours are kind of uh, safe and boring and – They've swatched them on a model with really light skin or really fair skin and a model with quite dark skin. And you can see for the first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven shades, they're practically ash on her skin tone because they're so fair. Like they're nude Mm colours for a fair person's mouth. So it's not a very inclusive range either. And they're meant to be cream lipsticks with a satin cream finish, which they do appear to have.
2: But they're just so blah. Yeah, I hate lipstick at the best of times. And that's what just like never buy. The lip pencils I would potentially buy. But when I saw the lid, for some reason, that mm. lid just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. It just looks like fake makeup. Nah.
1: Maybe once the PR happens, we will find – that the product doesn't look as cheap as the like studio shots make it look? Maybe. And even Maybe.
2: If, if it performs really well and truly if it is a similar formula to the Mecca Max ones, I'd actually be interested because they're a really good formula.
1: Yeah, but would you if the Mecha Max ones are like $12 and the Wayne
2: Goss ones are probably like 30 If they had a shade that I really liked that was like halfway between Bobby Brown beige and Pillow Talk, then I'd be mm-hmm. absolutely there.
1: Fair enough. I, I can.
2: I saw a meme Instagram post, whatever, today saying, "Would you rather wear the same lipstick for your whole life or a different lipstick every day of your life?" And I was like, "That's the easiest question that anyone has ever asked."
1: Yeah, you the same wear, lipstick. Obviously,
2: every single day.
1: Yeah, of course I would. Yeah. Or you'd wear something even sheerer if you were forced to wear something every day. Yeah, I. Yeah. yeah. Like what? What kind of a question is that? Absolutely. Someone did say that for a mini app, actually, we should do fun would-you-rathers, and I support that idea and think that that would be a fun one.
2: Okay, well, we'll have to get everyone to would-you-rather us. Yeah, I'll do that. That sounds fun. I like that. Yeah,
1: and we can prepare some for each other as well. Yep. Um, Ooh, would you rather what? never cut your toenails or never cut your fingernails again?
2: Um, I'd rather never cut my <laughs> fingernails again because my toes bleed when I run every like three days so I'd have to get that shit real filed down or oh. actually maybe I'd choose never cut my toenails again because I get them surgically removed and then I would just cut my fingernails
1: oh my god disgusting you would have <laughs>
2: That's I just can't even think about it. Right. I would have distracted you from that by letting you know that the Novena Volume 4 palette has launched and no one cares.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say, do we
2: care? No. Was what this, does it look like? a one and a two? No, I think we spoke about the two or maybe the three. Um, I thought I saved it on our account for you to look at, but I actually saved it on my personal account. So not very useful. Oh, I can see it. It's ugly. Yeah. It's just like bright colors. I don't know. Meh. Nah. Yeah.
1: I wonder how, in fact, we probably should do some research on this, but her TV show with James Charles has launched <gasps> and I wonder how it's going.
2: Oh, my God. I didn't know that was a thing.
1: Yes. they James Charles has done a TV series on, I want to say, Amazon Prime or maybe it's a YouTube TV series on becoming a influencer. And it's like, do you have what it takes? And, like, I believe that it's he is the host and it's judged by Norvina.
2: Okay. Wow.
1: If you'd like some real trash, that could be something to watch this week. That's a lot to take in.
2: Um, you've written in Beauty News, Desi Fertility Journey.
1: <laughs> Do not even ever say for a second that this is not Beauty News. Desi Perkins, oh Lat- Latina Queen, goddess of all things, caramel-coloured skin yeah. and... Caramel-coloured eyes. Caramel-coloured eyes, God and hair, yeah. everything yeah. about her um I love her she her name should be Carmel (laughs) Carmel Perkins (laughs) um she has uploaded uh part three and part two I assume as well this week of her fertility journey with Stephen and I did want to touch on it just quickly because it's not beauty news other than the fact that she's a beauty influencer but I do think that what she's doing is really raw and real and really eye-opening because even though I'm a woman and I knew that IVF was a thing, I did not quite understand the process of IVF in quite this detail until I've seen her experiencing it. And the fact that we, like, oh, my goodness, to think of all of the times that they have pulled out a camera along the way to record a painstaking moment is just something to be really grateful for, I think. Yeah. That's all we can do.
2: I actually get very excited when a new episode comes up and I'm just like, come on, come on, come on. Same. I forced Adrian to watch parts of
1: them as well. I'm like, she had 18 embryos. Look at her. What a queen. (laughs) It's
2: just like, oh, I don't know. It makes you realize that. I have known so many people that have had IVF and it just seems like no big deal because no one really tells you that they're going through IVF when they're doing it. And then they're like, oh, yay, we got pregnant through IVF. And then they didn't be like, oh, I stabbed myself in the butt with a needle every day and also in the stomach. And also I had rage and cried every day. And oh, my God, what a nightmare.
1: Yeah, it really truly has sounded like not not a walk in the park for her and Stephen. And also I just want to shout out to Stephen for – referring to himself as a nurse for injecting her all the time. Every time she calls him, she's like, "Oh, you, she refers to him as like a doctor, as a joke. Yeah. And then he's always like, no, I'm a nurse. And I'm like, that's really sweet that he is respectful to nurses. Yeah. But he's also like,
2: no, I'm a nurse. Because annoying, <laughs> high, breathy voice in the world that I just despise. Like, you are such a good looking man, but what is
1: wrong with your vocal folds? He sounds like he's from, he's got that weird like Brooklyn accent, but he's not from Brooklyn.
2: I think he sounds like he has inhaled helium (laughs) through his nose and then is speaking on the exhale out of
1: his nose. (laughs) Don't be so mean. He's so lovely. And like (laughs) what a supportive, beautiful husband he's been.
2: Absolutely gorgeous. Just, oh my God the voice um why have you just written alana i wanted
1: to shout out as uh, it would normally be a non-beauty fave but it's a beauty fave because alana davison is doing a hundred days of every no she's doing every day may um and i love waking up every morning and realizing that she's released another video it's just truly become the highlight of my day so that and the desi perkins youtube series um definitely watch if you need something to do
2: yeah you've you've been consuming a lot of content haven't you
1: I'm disappointed about this and I don't really want to talk about it because I'm actually kind of ashamed. I'm really glad that I'm not seeing people at the moment.
2: Oh, okay. Yours is probably more of a severe corrections corner than mine then.
1: Go on. (laughs) So we laminated our brows last week and we sung praises of the brow lamination process, the at-home brow lamination process. And what both of us hadn't realised at the time because we were still on day one of lamination station. No, I think I was day two. Hmm. Um, but it was still okay for me. Was that the more times that you wash your face, the worse that they get? And by worse, I mean they just don't hold like a, I guess, a regular brow lamination does. And not only have my brows not held, they are actually still quite easy to brush up, which I appreciate. That's, but yes, yeah, the the brows on my the tail of my eyebrow are so unruly and bent that they actually stick out from my face and I cannot comb them to, I can't comb them down. No amount of brow gel will stick them down. So I have <laughs> elevated brow hairs in a horizontal position. It's it's good. Right.
2: Yeah, I will say mine don't look good unless I brush them up. They're not so laminated like when I get them professionally done where I wake up and they're completely rogue and then I have to brush them into place, which is good but also I want them to be that rogue because then they hold their place mm. I finding though when I put a bit of brow gel through them they hold better than they would if they hadn't been laminated and they look fuller because the hairs are straighter so it's like a low maintenance version of a brow lamb definitely nowhere near a professional brow lamb but like mm. I would bother to do it again because it only took 20 minutes and it does make them look mildly better still I haven't had the frazzled effect that you've got going
1: Oh, so frazzled, which is why I haven't uploaded that video that I recorded of um. me applying. Like, me, I filmed myself doing the brow lamination process and I haven't put it up because I'm like, oh, it just feels misleading given that I'm not very happy with the results. But I do think that I'm going to wait it out. Oh, I'm going to wait out the six weeks until it disappears and then I'm going to laminate them again to see if I can rectify the situation, but I'll probably just end up with fuck brows for two months.
2: <laughs> yeah. I sense that you might overprocess your brows and I'm very nervous. Well, watch this space, everybody.
1: I don't even need to ask if I'm orange.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I am. What product did we try this week?
1: This week we tried the Josh Rosebrook Hydrating Accelerator.
2: Which is essentially a hydrating toner slash mist step. Slash essence? Yeah, I guess it could almost be essence step. Yeah.
1: What do hmm. you think? I wasn't wowed by it, which I don't know if I was supposed to be. It definitely helped my serum sink in better. I, I'm a big proponent for a wet face or using – I already used the Sadashi Mist before I put on my skincare anyway. So – It was a lovely replacement that didn't break me out and subbed in perfectly with the Sadashi one, but I didn't find that it was like a game-changing step for me. However, that being said, if you don't currently use a mist, you'd love it.
2: Yeah. I found um, for the first couple of weeks, maybe even months that I used it, I didn't, I wasn't blown away. Mm -hmm. But then I'd stop using it. And then when I used it again, I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, that is nice. And then it's just really gradually grown on me. And now that you've had it, I've really missed it. And what I think i missed about it is (laughs) missed. Missed. (laughs)
1: Uh, Oh, my goodness. We've got the episode name. I've missed you.
2: Yeah, perfect. Um, What I missed about it is that (laughs) after I do a acid step, I like to go in with a mist to neutralize. Mm. a la Dr. Dennis style but Uh the other mists that I use are either the vitamin C one from Dr. Dennis which I don't really want to use because it's acidic so it's not really neutralizing or I also used to love the Caudalie one but that's like Mm. spicy so it is spicy it burns me a little bit yeah so it's just nice in that it's hydrating and I find that I can mist serum and sunscreen and that's enough for me to do on a quick day before i walk the dog or go for a run or whatever because that Mm. is so hydrating it almost adds like a little extra layer of a
1: hydration step maybe i would like it in the morning maybe that's a good time to use a mist before i put my foundation and everything on for the day Hmm, i should try a mist in the morning
2: yeah i've been thoroughly enjoying that
1: Hmm. um the ingredients in it are lovely for anyone who hasn't used josh rosebook before would you call them him an indie brand
2: I think so. He's like clean Australian indie brand, right?
1: Yeah. They've got the the mist is made up of uh, aloe vera leaf juice, jojoba oil, marula oil, evening primrose oil, hemp seed oil, like it's absolutely beautiful clean ingredients.
2: Yeah. And I have heard people that use it that are more on the oily side that are like it's basically a liquid moisturiser. Like for me, a way I'd feel tight after. Yeah, and I imagine <laughs> that some people could mist that and actually feel like decently hydrated by it because it does have really hydrating ingredients.
1: Also would be, I didn't try it as an after-makeup mist, but it would be a lovely after-makeup mist given all of the oils that are in it You're if gone. you are a bit matter than you would like oh to God. be. Oh, God, oh, God, have oh, I lost God you? oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Or do you just disagree with me completely? She's oh, gone. No. She's gone. And in a crazy turn of events, Lauren is now here.
0: We <laughs> <laughs> almost stopped recording and then Laws appeared, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm so late as usual.
1: Classic. That is so okay because we're recording remotely and time has no meaning anymore. <laughs> We were just talking about our thoughts on the Josh Rosebrook Hydrating Accelerator because that was our product of the week this week. General consensus was that I didn't find that it made a huge difference, but I already used like a hydrating mist before my skincare anyway. I used the Sadashi one. What do you think about it? And it was like you liked it. It was just
2: not revolutionary. Yeah. What do you think, was? I love it. What do you think?
0: I love it as well. So it kind of depends how you use it. I've used it in a couple of different ways before. So definitely can use it before you add the rest of your skincare on so that everything penetrates further. And I quite like it that way. But my favorite way to mm. use it is over the top of makeup, because as soon as I put anything on, my skin just drinks the mm. Hydration that's in it, and it just goes so matte. So I really need to re-put that hydration back in pretty much immediately after I've applied, and it's amazing to do that.
1: That is perfect because mm. that is exactly what I just said that you could do with it as well. So, all in all, it's a, a thumbs up. Yep, what a great wrap up. It is a thumbs up. <laughs> it's really good. Um, should we go into our product faves of the week? Dang, these products are so good.
2: I'm gonna start because it's in front of me and it's on my mind. Hmm. Mine is the Drunk Elephant A Passione Retinol Cream.
1: <gasps> Ooh, why?
2: Wild. Wild.
1: I know. What's going on? So, I
2: have a massive beef with this product in that everyone loves Drunk Elephant, so everyone and their mum buys this retinol and no one knows how to use a retinol. It's a very strong retinol. It should not be used more than twice a week. It shouldn't really be used two days in a row and you shouldn't really use it neat. You should mix it. And Mecca do things like put it in their beauty loop box, and people burn their faces off with it because they're like <laughs> it, and it's like, oh my god, help! So, um, use with caution. But I have realized that with these fucked up big cystic pimples that I've been getting, and I posted my absolute jaw whopper on stories the other day, and a couple of people messaged me like, "Wow, my condolences are with you because." That shit was- <laughs> deep into my masseter muscle, like I swear. <laughs> I found that retinol kills them well. Like salicylic acid does well for my sort of surface level congestion, but the retinol helps to kill the, the cystic ones. So I applied that to that big whopper, probably I think I did it, and then the next day I did an acid and then I did the retinol again, mm. and it really dramatically reduced it. And This it's, is really yeah,
0: Interesting. Sorry, Lisa, to interrupt you because I literally had a conversation um, with one of the girls at work the other day and she was saying something similar. So I have also, as you guys know extremely well, had massive issues with hormonal acne in the last probably four to six months and really quite cystic Mm. as well so I was talking about it with her and I was wondering how I was going to go to the doctor and um, antibiotics and I was just like over it going to go on the pill all of that stuff To because I just I don't want to do it anymore and she said to me because she has similar issues as well she was like actually you should try drunk elephant because I swear that when you put that on your cystic pimples it completely gets rid of them and I was like Uh, I'm not a big fan of this product, so I'm probably not going to do that. But so interesting to hear that you love it like that as well. So many people love this product.
2: Yeah, I think I prefer it more like a spot treatment or in targeted areas. Like I'd use it if I had a blob of pigmentation as well. Whereas my Paula's Choice Retinol, which is strong enough to make me peel, but a bit more hydrating, Mm. that's probably what I'd use as long-term anti-aging maintenance. And this is more of like a treatment.
0: Yeah. What have you been mixing it in with?
2: I've just been doing my hydration serum and then my oil on my skin first. And then on the areas where I've got the, either the little bumps or the big cystic, I then take this over and then I'll do a little bit of moisturizer kind of around the areas, if that makes sense.
1: So it's not going all over your face.
2: No, and I'm not mm. as, I'm not actually mixing it as in squirting a little bit of this and squirting a little bit of something else and mixing them together. I'm just using the oil that I've applied all over my face underneath as a buffer.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Interesting, but yeah,
1: yeah
2: haven't peeled off yet, but this definitely has made me peel in the past. It, it just gets you like five days later you'll touch if oh actually no. Remember, I wore. Your forehead peeing. was
1: feeling Yeah,
2: it did make me peel. Brenton was like, "What oh, face is peeling off?" And I was like, "Oh yes, that happens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yes, that is normal. Please ignore it's,
0: it. it. It's my youth." <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: what happened?
0: My fave this week is well, it's kind of two, but I'm gonna say that it's one because I wear them together, and it's actually a fragrance, well, two fragrances. Because it's a new concoction that I've been wearing. And as mm-hmm. we know, people don't usually like what I smell like. It's an issue. It's an ongoing issue. <laughs> it's
1: not true at all. Oh. You just think that everything goes floral on you. No one said that they don't like it.
0: Um, excuse me, but my brother says every time I see him that my scent makes him feel sick, regardless of what I'm wearing.
1: Oh, he doesn't count. He's a stupid boy.
0: <laughs> this is like a classic. Thing. <laughs> everything goes really, really sweet on me. Anyway... So, yeah. what this current concoction is is it's eccentric molecule 01 mm-hmm. which yep. you'll love and mixed with Lalabo Bergamot 22.
1: Ooh, I almost picked that as one of my wedding fragrances because I got some samples of the Lalabo scents to try out and that was like in the top couple of fragr- fragrances. Yeah.
0: Well, I love it. And multiple people this week have come up to me being like, what is it that you're wearing? What is this? Is this new? What is going on? And I'm like,
1: i can't tell
0: you because it is a concoction.
1: The bergamot is so rich, but coupled with that like zingy freshness that cuts through of the eccentric molecule, I can see why it would be like not too old lady if that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely.
0: And because everything on my skin does go so sweet, it deals, It does still have that little hint of sweetness but not too much. Mm.
1: Yep. How fun.
0: How fun. Alex, Al, what's, what's what? your fave?
1: My favourite this week is the James Reed Face face Tan. Oh, um, yeah. I haven't had it for ages and I restocked up, did an order from Mecca last week, as we all know, and bought some more because I haven't had it in such a long time. And, God, I just – love just having a little bit of color on my face I woke up not even remembering that I'd used it for the first time in forever and looked at myself in the mirror when I woke up and first thing in the morning and I was like oh my skin looks really nice today I must have used something good last night what was that and then I was like oh no it's because I'm a little bit browner I don't look like a corpse this morning
0: um, so shout
1: out to my, my old homeboy James Reid loved your work
0: Can you please try the Oski one just one time? Just I'm begging you.
1: I will try it when I can afford it, but I can't take out another mortgage at the moment because the world is in economic crisis. It's not that expensive. Tell them to me and all my cushions. (laughs) It's the shipping and everything. It takes it up to like a $70 face mist and that is absurd. It's completely worth it. Uh, Maybe after I run out of this bottle because – we're thinking about introducing a new segment and this will be number one on that segment for me. Ah, yes.
0: Mm. What
1: is a new
0: yes. segment? What have mm. I missed?
1: No,
2: not a new segment like a mini app or a, a dedicated one right. to uh, packaging that we hate but products that we love.
0: Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, because the mm. James Reed one, the yeah. mist isn't great.
1: It's just so spurdy.
2: All right, let's yeah. save it for another day. I reckon we could have a whole category of spurdy
1: mists. <laughs> for sure. Um, 100%. Snack of the week. Just took it to my veins. All I can say is what haven't I eaten this week? Everything is a snack. Really? Tell I us. I just haven't stopped eating. I've eaten so many literal snacks, like bags of chips and Blocks of chocolate, and what else have I eaten? Oh my goodness, it's just been an absolute, it's been a really terrible health week for me.
2: <laughs> well, I split the butt of my jeans. So, what? Oh, I don't know. The optimist in me says that I was picking up a dog poo with my phone in my pocket, and it just had a bit too much friction. Mm. It's not the fact that I've been eating my snack of the week daily, um, which is
1: not meant to be consumed daily. my snack of the week would probably have to be the uh, Pico chocolate, which we talked about in the gut episode, the gut ep. And I went and picked some up because it's really yummy. And I love the salted caramel one because it's like a, it's like a dark chocolate that isn't too dark so that it's like bitter and it's got like little crunchy chunks of salted caramel in it. And it's just been a delight. So that's probably my snack of the week this week. Lisa, what have you consumed every day?
2: So I had this thing where I couldn't handle Easter chocolate any longer and I was craving dessert that wasn't just actual chocolate. So mm. I used my Easter chocolate to make chocolate mousse, chocolate and Kahlua mousse. Yum! And it is so fucking good and so easy. And, like, I always have cream, I always have eggs, and then I always have chocolate. So I used half rogue lint bunnies was it, did I use lint bunnies? I think I did. And then I used, or maybe a little bit of Cadbury. No, I think it was, oh, Lord knows. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and it was Lint and Cadbury. And then I had some 70% old gold in the fridge. So I did a concoction of that. It was incredible that I made three big bowls and I ate them three days in a row. And then I had like two days off and then I made another half a batch. And then I ate those in just two bowls. And then I ate them too. So. Yum.
0: I'm just I like, how much a- Sorry, Lisa. How much how chocolate much did you have at Easter that you were still going through it, even though you eat so much chocolate? Like the volume must have been insanity.
2: Yeah, well, I don't know if you've met my mum, Lauren, but <laughs> she does everything in halves. And we did have, I think, 86 Easter eggs. And oh then my God. Um, also a lot of limp bunnies. And I got over the limp bunnies really fast. So now they're still hanging out, and I'm having to like dilute them into food items but anyway I can give you the (laughs) recipe for this chocolate mousse if you want it because it is so damn good and um I like eating it in bulk because by the end of it you're like oh I feel kind of sick like I could vomit and then it almost puts you off it for a little while but then you realize like no actually it's really good I could do a little bit more um so yeah that's what I've been eating and I'm concerned for my health because I'm essentially eating cream eggs and sugar (laughs)
1: Over and over again. Yeah, but who
2: would who would think that that would taste good? You know, but it does. Of course, it does. It's half a shot. It's essentially cake batter. (laughs) Oh, it sounds so So good. good. And briefly on that point, I would like to have a non-beauty, half-snack-related favorite of the week, Mm -hmm. which is my Kenwood standing mixer because Ah. I've used every attachment on it this week pretty much. I've used the dough hook and I've used the random paddle thing for mixing and I've used the whisker for my eggs for my mousse and god it's worth its weight in
1: gold. I'm so impressed that you use yours because I reckon I've used mine twice in 12 months and I need to find more ways to use it but I'm at Absolutely shocking baker, as we've discussed. So every time I pull it out, I just get depressed.
2: (laughs) Mine actually used to be out as a permanent feature. And Brenton was like, we haven't got the space to leave that on the bench. And I was like, we have a kitchen and a butler's pantry. If we don't have the space, who fucking does? So it's been relegated down to the bottom shelf. And I have to get it out like at least twice a week.
1: Well, mine sits on the bench because I physically don't have space in the cupboards, mm. <laughs> opposite issue, and it doesn't deserve a spot on the bench because it only gets used twice a year.
0: Yeah, but kitchen look cute, so why not? Yeah, that's true. That makes me so much um, I love my standing mixer, but I haven't been baking, but usually I'd be using it all the time.
1: What- Maybe I'll use mine to create a banana bread, even though I don't need to use it, but I will just for the sake of using it.
2: Sure, why not? Um, Loz, what brand of standing mixer <laughs> do you have? I think I have a Breville. Yeah, mum's got a Breville. I was utterly torn between a Breville, a KitchenAid, and a Kenwood. Like, mm. it was one of life's hardest decisions. Really. You got the
1: Kenwood, didn't you?
2: I got the Kenwood because I didn't like that you had to manually move the KitchenAid, even though they're more aesthetically pleasing, and I like that you can get the attachments. My mum has the Breville, which I quite like, but the Kenwood just spoke to me, and I got it in the pale, like, duck egg blue, which I appreciate mm.
1: I, I got also the pale KitchenAid. Who do? Hmm? Mine's also what was pale that? blue. Oh, cute. Twins. I already had the pale blue Le Creuset, so I couldn't get a pale blue KitchenAid as well.
2: Oh, that's just too much.
1: Yeah. First world problem. First <laughs> Great world times.
2: Problems. Anyway, that house talk can probably be saved for another future mini app, which someone requested about with all the things that we want to buy, all the things that we don't regret buying, all of our favourite homewares, etc. So, we can chat about that mm. at a later date
1: that sounds like fun well on that note thanks everybody for listening and please follow us on instagram at all dot pod and chuck us a review on itunes and hit the follow button or the subscribe button don't do it on
2: itunes though do it on the podcast app because that's actually oh. where it is <laughs> <laughs>
1: that one god i'm good see you later bye, bye everybody